This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Super Big and Brian, and I am joined by Kersey Smurf Erica. Hola. David the Yeobold the Third. Hey, everybody. And after a long wait, we are graced by the epic presence of somebody who's so great that he's disrupting electronics. It's Odin the Old Ah. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the, th- it's the, um, I don't even know what Odin is the god of. He's just the god of everything. I mean, it, it Thor oh. would be more appropriate with how, how scrambled your video is. So <laughs> patrons get to see the You need to tell Loki to knock it off. It's like, what's it? It's like I'm, it's like I'm um, 15 years old trying to watch Spice Network. <laughs> that is exactly what David and I were talking about before I changed out the, the cord. And this is worse. I made that scrambled. joke earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, funny. Hello, everyone. Hi. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. For, yes, for uh, listeners who don't know you. <laughs> for, for visitors who don't know me. Well, hello, I'm Odin. I'm the all-father. I'm the god of everything. I'm the god of, Lord, of love, the god of war, the, the, the god of, of, of wisdom. Santa and, Claus. Yes, I'm the fa- Santa Claus, the father of Thor, the stepfather of Loki. I'm a time lord, and I'm Santa Claus. Uh, Gandalf is a bastardization of what I used to do when I walked around when it was actually kind of cool. But at this <laughs> point... I just make foam props on YouTube and try to show you how you can do it at home using stuff you may or may not have. So uh, I, 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 I cut foam, I sculpt foam, I paint foam, and then we pretend like it's a prop from one of our favorite movies or video games. And if you want to see these fantastic projects, please tune into OdinMakes.com or OdinBakes on YouTube. And um, this and week, you I are... actually just made a lightsaber. So I love that episode. If you're so a good. patron at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio, you can see the video of this conversation where Odin is in his studio, surrounded by these epic props. Surrounded by epic props. Yes. And if you wanted to go to patreon.com slash Odin makes, I mean, that would be I, pretty darn cool, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you're I, uh, one of Odin's patrons, you can actually... What, do you still do the... I, I'm not going to accidentally say the wrong thing. Do you still do the thing where people can vote on what you're going to make? Dude, that's totally the wrong thing to say. Uh, no, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have like... You might have like 5,000 patrons and things, and you do it oh, differently. God, I, I mean, he's, I getting, he's getting there. <laughs> Man, if, if I had 5,000 patrons at a 25-cent patron level, I would be happy. <laughs> um, 
Um, uh, no, I've got quite a few patrons. I'm extremely grateful to the patrons that I do have. And yes, we do still do voting on what the, mm. what an upcoming prop could be. Uh, I used to do it way more often than I do now, but we just had a vote uh, for the patrons. Uh, Ellis, uh, my spouse wanted to have a cosplay made and couldn't decide between General Leia or, uh, uh Sophie from the end of Howl's Moving Castle and General Leia went out. So Felicia and I are starting the process of making the blue outfit for the end of the Force awesome. Awakens, which you see on screen for like two seconds. That's and, cool. Uh, that's that's what we're going to make and, and try and have done for Ellis in time for Labor Day. That's which, so for awesome. Those of you who aren't cool. in the states, that's the first weekend of September. Awesome. Um, yeah. I do have to apologize for those of our patrons that are watching this video. Um, I'm pulling Odin's signal through the extra dimensional portal, and it is a little glitchy. Sorry yeah. about that. I apologize. That's not your fault, man. <laughs> I I just thought it was the just the sheer nerdiness of this episode. Short I mean, circuiting. <laughs> And I have to apologize because I got four hours of sleep and I look like hell and I just don't care. Oh, you're beautiful. You, and you know, oh, you know, you're beautiful. Don't worry about it. The fact that it makes it look like you're you're filming the new the reboot of Scream where they're where the call comes through <laughs> Skype. <laughs> it's coming from your IP. Oh, it's pinging inside the building. You're reading it wrong. No, man, I'm reading it right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So today we're here to talk about Star Wars. What's A that? Very, very beloved topic. And it doesn't require much introduction, but first. But first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where everybody votes on the nerdiest thing they've done in the last two weeks, voting using the patented Mike Myler widget system. Woohoo! Woo that was a lot harder than it normally is to get out. You're still really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Odin. Yes. I, I actually got to do that last week because I didn't host it. David did. I got to oh, be sweet. the one who said it. <laughs> um, Odin, as our guest, you get <laughs> to get the honor of going first. And as Odin, you're probably going to win. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean. Well, uh, we've already talked about it once. The most nerdiest thing I've done in the past two weeks is, is pretty much on topic. Uh, all last week, I, I, I decided that in conjunction with Beyond Geek, I was going to make a lightsaber. And this is something I've actually done a number of times. Uh, and then a whole and another individual, uh, Sinister Props, actually gave me the guts for the lightsaber. So it was the, the speaker, the battery holder, the, the, the small sound card that goes inside. It's actually a specific chip called a Biscotti is the version, mm. version four, which is made to be able it has a motion sensor. It has a, a, a sound bank. It's able to activate two different uh, LEDs. So one just sends out the color that you want for the beam of the saber, and the other one sends out a white flash because when the motion sensor suddenly stops, it makes the it does the flash on clash, which is which you see. In that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it works really well. Um, so yeah, I, I got to put all that together with uh, a bunch of scrap parts and pieces that I have saved over the years. So the lightsaber I built was a custom saber that I made up 
pretty much on the spot on the video. I mean, I thought that was that such was a cool video. video. Thank you. <laughs> such a good video. Uh, and what you didn't see was the extra day and a half. I said this in the video as well, but the extra day and a half of this thing isn't working and um, having to completely tear apart the, uh, the, mm. all the soldering that I did replace all the wires because I thought I used the wrong size wires. I actually had somebody else come in who was certified for doing mm -hmm. soldering and knowing what they're doing in order to help me put it back together again. And then we end up finding out that no, I just didn't charge the battery. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the I mean, getting it there. I mean, that, that was you that seemed was the issue. <laughs> you seemed rather bitter in the video, so I assumed oh, I was it was pretty hardcore pain in the yeah. ass. <laughs> it, it it was, <laughs> but it's done. It's working, and uh, the extra dirty thing is we're we're uh, pardon me as I plug someone else. We are working on giving that lightsaber away. So, I really hope um, I win that. Yeah, so I'll I'll give full details if you guys want to know. I can save it till later, but we're doing a thing where uh, no, don't tell them anything. All right, because it'll, it'll ruin David's chances. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but we're doing a thing where anyone can win it, and and Joe's happy to send it out to anyone. Right now, it's uh, restricted to North America for everybody, but those who are uh, members of the Odin Make uh, Patron, Joe says, yeah, I'll ship out to them because he's tired of my patrons not being able to win other things. So even though I've got guys in in, in India, I've got guys in Ireland, I've got you know that's awesome. Australia, Joe's like, yeah, I'll send it as long as we verify that's that's who won. That's fine. So. I mean, that's, I mean, is this a it's, bad time to ask you for a Mace Windu lightsaber because I don't have one. <laughs> I don't really want one. Uh, the next lightsaber I really kind of need to make is General Leia's. Mm, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. but but no, Mace Windu that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Odin, I have to tell you, you're yeah. gonna get some bonus points from my direction. Okay, just because I'm so well, this is podcast nerdiness in that I am so impressed that you managed to slip a third promo into What's Nerdy with You. I think. <laughs> You are the first guest to ever do it. <laughs> if awesome. you want your chance to win the lightsaber, just go to beyondgeekgiveaways.com and enter to win. No, don't. <laughs> Stay away. It's mine. I swear to God, if I win that, I'm going to I'm gonna so, be ecstatic. But anyway. Yes. Unfortunately, you have to follow Odin. Well, so, um, I did a whole bunch of things on the, on the Beyond Geek website so I could uh, sign up for extra entries into this thing to win a lightsaber <laughs> what do you mean david what are you talking about could you tell me more i could i could but then that would help other people do it and i don't want to do All that right, it's, enough, yeah. it's mine damn it no, i'm just kidding uh, oh man um you know i but really wait, have there's two other prizes you can also get the complete 27 disc set <laughs> yes. of the 4k blu-ray skywalker saga i forgot to mention yes <laughs> as well as both the blade builders obi-wan kenobi and darth vader uh uh, toys from five, six years ago that are no longer in production. And there may be a secret fourth prize of a $50 Steam gift card. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I just have to say, I told you this over the phone the other day, the sheer audacity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew it was going to happen. Come on. Uh, uh, Erica. Uh, uh, well, oh. well I, I actually didn't oh, say anything. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you real. I thought you were really sharing that as your nerdy thing. I was actually impressed. Okay, yes, that's what that's my nerdy thing. I'm done. Erica, what's nerdy with you? Um, I took my kids to a um, historical Native American village last weekend. Oh, that's actually cool. That was my nerdy thing. Yeah, 
it was a lot of fun. Learned all about the Sun Watch Indians here in Ohio. Ohio That's doesn't it. exist. Boring. Stop propagating the propaganda. That's <laughs> actually pretty cool. What <laughs> can you tell really us cool. about the Indians? Um, so they were a river people. Um, they stayed close to the Ohio River. Um, and at some point, um, so the way they had their their uh, village laid out they have a pole that um notifies them of like the uh, the winter solstice um but not the summer solstice which is one of the only uh tribes that we're aware of that didn't also record the summer solstice as as they know it but uh the way the light would come into the huts they did a really cool thing with the poles in the center of the huts and holes in the in the ceiling to where it would actually tell them what the time of day was, a sundial essentially, um, depending on where the light hit inside of uh, the um, hut. And then um, they had a, what they called their, their, um, mat, their big gathering house, like their main gathering house. And they would know when it was time to plant based on the pole that was in the center of the village and how the light shone through it and into the hut. So that was their way of tracking the the seasons, oh, which was cool. really, really cool. Um, but something happened. So they they would store all of their food underground. So what they would do is they would dig a, a big hole. They would line it with sticks and straw and then another layer of sticks. And they would store grain and, and food and stuff in there. From what they're tracking, at some point, um, their diet moved away from like um, meat and more towards um, uh, corn as their main ver- their main diet. Um, and because of that, they actually started to um, become prone to like osteoporosis, like nobody in like their life expectancy went down from like, I think they said like 55 down to 35. And oh, all wow. of the bones they found had like osteoporosis, degrading teeth, things like that. So it was really detrimental, but they're not sure what caused it. Just all of a sudden they went from having like protein to just like primarily corn and stuff. So it was really cool. It was very interesting. Oh, that that is really cool. It reminds me of my trip to um, Mesa Verde and uh, you learn so many cool things. So um, my turn, I guess. Yeah, Brian, what's um, dirty with you? I tried to win a lightsaber. No, I'm kidding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah I beat you to it. Um, I I I went and tried on glasses because I need them to see now. And oh yeah, those that aren't watching are those that uh, haven't gone to Patreon.com/slash/DirtPodcastRadio and so, uh, looked at us have not seen uh, the visage yeah. of Brian wearing glasses for the first time. It's it's awesome. The, yes, the nerdy thing. He is well, such well, Gordon Freeman in right the now. Last episode, he is so Gordon Freeman is great. <laughs> in the last episode, they weren't real. They were just blue blockers. These are my actual seeing glasses. And I have to say, I didn't have a depth. I didn't have a sense of depth. I didn't have a depth reception at all before. Because uh, that's I put why these, I always got hit with ooh, shit. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I ooh. put these on ooh. and went, holy crap. <laughs> Brian, 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 tell me that I'm goddamn right. Oh, why, why? I don't remember. Just, just do it. Reference. Just do it. You're goddamn right, David. Yeah, thank you. All right, Walter White. <laughs> oh, 
He also looks like Heisenberg. He just eats the hat. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm totally down for the Gordon Freeman mix. Yeah, the, the Freeman's uh, better, but yeah. I love that uh, I get Brian all. Brian can't keep his mouth shut like now. Nah. <laughs> I, Gordon Freeman and Silent Bob are really the only two characters I could cosplay before. Yeah, well, now you've got Gordon okay. Freeman down to a T. Yep. All you need is a crowbar. All you need is a foam crowbar. Yeah. Um, I have a real one in the garage. <laughs> yeah, but you can't take that to cons. Oh, Not really? No. <laughs> you can take it to photo shoots. Yeah, but you can't isn't take it to the, cons. Isn't Gordon Freeman's crowbar a wrecking bar? It's not just a straight crowbar. No, I think it's just a well because it's, it's the long it's one with the curve rounded on one end, yeah. and it's the flat on the other. Yeah, and you grab it down, you leave the hook for for smash. Yeah, right. I thought that was a wrecking bar. Doesn't matter. Uh, maybe I, I've always just called it a crowbar. It's, always, it's think... always just referred to as the crowbar. Um, yeah. So anyway, the nerd. I know that trying on glasses is a normal thing. The nerdy thing is, is I tried so hard to come home with the Benjamin Franklin glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were gold frames. They were perfectly round, and they had this little wire thing that went around. I'm like, those oh, yeah. are so steampunk. I want those so bad. I'm surprised you didn't. Um, they didn't fit. My head's too big. Oh, they didn't yeah. have a larger version of them. Yeah, there's there's basically two main jokes between Erica and I. It's basically it's because you're short and it's because you have a big head. <laughs> I actually got to try uh, Oculus, the, the the VR helmet for the first Did time a few fit? months ago. It fit, but my uh, interocular diameter distance or whatever was too great and oh. we couldn't focus it. So I couldn't read anything. Oh, I got no, to play Beat Saber and that was OK. But man, it was it was painful to navigate the uh, the Oof. menu, and it almost gave me a headache. So like, yeah, Oof. that was fun. That's we were. Rough. I remember when we did a con once. We were we were talking about big head struggles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did because we both have big heads. Uh, you're not and the I'm only. Not. You're not the only two. <laughs> I mean, look, I've got. I, I wear a seven and three quarter. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I but wear. I'm um. I don't. I think it's over an eight. I because my head's twenty four and a half inches around. Yeah, your head is. Fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian and I are both eight eight plus. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to buy a hat mm. uh, for for sun protection this summer. Ah. And I could only go get a Tilly hat from from uh, REI because it was the only place I could get an eight plus hat. Mm. I swear, uh, my I head's can... pear shaped, so, so this tart's smaller so than down here. Seven and three quarters, eight and a half, eight and a half. Is that right? Well, I'm. I, I I only really know my I only really know my diameter because I've never been able to find a hat that fits, so I don't know what the size is. It varies. Okay, uh, yeah. bump. I'm done. Okay, I, we're totally okay. missing your jokes. I think. I don't even get it. But it's okay. not getting through our thick skulls. I I unless I know, she's talking about that she doesn't explain but... it because it'll be funnier for one listener who's gonna just be laughing her ass off knowing <laughs> that we don't know what the joke is Fair. and it's really really obvious. Fair. All right, it's moving very on. Very obvious, and I don't know why you guys don't get it. So, uh, Odin, you get a uh, five widgets. <laughs> oh, I get five widgets. <laughs> yeah, there's four of us. So, uh, with the patented Mike Myler widget system, you get five. All right. You all get right, five right. to hand out. I get five to hand out right on. Well, I'm probably gonna be uh, overly uh, uh, diplomatic with it and bust it out. Fun. Bust it out the notes like we're playing D and D. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to try and remember, so took, I took little notes. Um, <laughs> they are little notes. I love it. 
<laughs> okay, so I've got I've got five witches. All right, I'm I'm gonna have to give two to to Brian for suddenly discovering this thing called depth reception. I don't deserve those, but <laughs> <laughs> Be, because appreciating 3D movies is a huge nerdy thing. Well, the funny thing was is I could see 3D in a 3D movie. When I put these on, it made the world a 3D movie. I was like, I didn't realize everything looked so flat before. Take the glasses off, and it's like <laughs> looking at paintings. Okay, then then, then instead of that, I'm giving the, the same two points and I just do for, for Brian for suddenly realizing he's not a flat earther. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brian, we actually live in a third dimension. Yeah, third I don't live in dimension. flat land. And uh, honestly, I, I love historic field trips and I love mm. uh, natural history. And so I'm going to give two as well to, to Kersey Smurf for, for, for taking everyone to go. Uh, actually, it sounded really cool. I love the idea. Uh, you just talking about how they would set up uh, points from the sun moves. They could tell the time of the year. Yeah, because that's so of, cool. Yeah. And the, the, the idea that, you know, uh, you, I don't know what it's called, but you get that figure eight movement that, you know, because the tilt of the earth, mm -hmm. right? So they actually have to accommodate for all that and figure it out. And, they, and you said they didn't pay attention to the equinox? They did not they pay tell? attention to the summer solstice. No, it was the winter solstice. Oh, the solstice, and, okay. Yeah, the winter solstice, yeah. And okay. I just thought it was, like, crazy. I was, like, because uh, one of the things they were talking about was, like, all the other, like, and I want to say primitive, but, you know, I can't think of a better Indigenous? word right now. Indigenous, I guess. Indigenous, yeah. Yeah. Um, cultures, like, around the world, like, have w paid attention to both. And they were just, like, they have found no evidence that they ever paid attention to the summer solstice. And huh. I just thought that was crazy. But on top of that, it wasn't just the time of the year they were tracking. Inside the huts, they could track the time of day. They did it in, right. like, two different... I was like, that's insane. Like, like you said, like the amount of math that goes into that. Right. You know, because the time crazy. of day, the position of the sun's going to change how the sundial is working a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and if they're not using a sundial, but it's it's the system of, of two holes lining up. That was that was also it's impressive. Also really me. crazy. And, and then, of course, always, huge, I was huge bonus blown points away for, by when you, if you travel across the country and you go to these different sites, how different. I mean, it's it could be a tribe that's only a hundred miles away from another tribe, but it's like being in a different world. Well, back it, in yeah, time. it would have it's been so, hundred. Yeah, so incredible. <laughs> uh, and then I just wanted to make a, a really poorly poor taste joke of uh, super kudos to 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 the Native Americans for figuring out the current American di food diet with uh, osteoporosis and and bad uh, <laughs> yep. bad vitamins and no protein. <laughs> yep. And I'll give my last point to David because he joined my contest and you rock. Yay! Yay! <laughs> So, David. Well, I get five. Uh, I was also somewhat diplomatic with mine. Erica, you get two because history is awesome. Everyone should learn history. If you don't, you're doomed to repeat it. Uh, Brian, welcome to welcome to the new world. You'll like it here. Uh, you will also new. get two uh, two widgets, and Odin will get one because Odin is awesome. And Erica. Uh, I'm going to be less diplomatic. Um, <laughs> David, you get one for plugging Odin. Sweet. <laughs> Wait. Odin, you get three for plugging yourself three different times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and Brian, you get one for joining us in the realm of glasses wearers. Yeah. I, it's, Welcome to the club. It's incredible. And I, I think at this point, everyone on the podcast now. One of us. One yeah. of one us. us. One of us. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 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 Wow. I can see the camera clearly now. <laughs> it helps. It does. 
Brian, what about you? Where are you doing your widgets? Oh, wait, he's talking to Heather. Never mind. Hold on a second. Oh, well, for those of you who are keeping track, understand now that Brian is actually in the lead and has the control to win the game within the palm of his hand. He does. So we'll see if he's going to be a diplomatic host and, and allow uh -huh. someone else to win or take the reins all for himself. <laughs> there seems to be to an Heather, issue of something going on. I don't know. He was handed oh, okay. something that looks like food. It is oh. food. It does appear to be food. food I don't know if we'll cut. Thing. I don't know if we'll cut this out or not, but uh, honestly, but we want for the not. patrons. So hello, patrons. Probably we not. Wanna, honestly, we want to thank not. you very much for your support for Nerd Podcast Radio. We're actually able to buy lean cuisines and fancy feasts in order to pe yes. uh, feed Brian during these uh, podcasts. Yeah, I give <laughs> all. I give all five widgets sometimes. to David. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> Shit. All right. <laughs> Holy crap! I think I won that. I think you did. <laughs> Well, it's probably going to be the only thing I do win. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I will take the opportunity. I So, listeners, I'm showing the food my wife just handed me. I, I'm going to have to do the, yeah, that. That looks really good. Yeah. That looks way I'm, better than what I was describing. <laughs> that is, that is sautéed tilapia roasted potatoes and a sweet kale salad with her special homemade dressing. I'm very excited. I'm going over to Brian's for dinner. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow, Brian. Uh, I'm gonna okay. pick up Odin on the way. Sweet. Um, <laughs> we'll play lightsaber. Actually, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm very excited. I'd like to, to work till Tuesday, so let's go. Next week, I am being graced with the presence of the Spawn of Erica. Oh, oh really? yes. yes, that's true. That's right. And I bought this little headphone splitter. Hey. So she can be on the podcast. Hey. Wait, hey. Isn't, isn't that the episode we're going to have with Dragpool? No. Oh, Dragpool's yes. cool. Yes. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. We'll see. <laughs> I would have to bring up the schedule for that, but I, I mean, think even if it was, that would be fine. In a couple of weeks. Spoiler alert for people <laughs> that are going to check us out in two weeks. <laughs> um, Is it something I should be concerned about? I don't think so. No, no. it's fine. No. Oh, okay. I'm just being the asshole because it's no, funny. it's Anthony's uncle. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. been on the podcast before. <laughs> he just looked like, different I feel like back I have then. Missed something. Um, I didn't really. He really yeah, he was the Walking Dead cosplayer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're doing a cosplay episode, and wow, that's a, a callback. Holy that's shit! All absolutely right. unrecognizable from the last time he's on. That's awesome. Nice cosplay. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, Amelia loves cosplay. That is. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be this is going to be a fun episode, man. If if it lines up, I I'm not paying attention to stuff. So, um, uh, fair enough. Uh so we are we are here to talk about um you know when they boldly go where no man has gone before. And no, I don't think so. A continuing they, mission. And the <laughs> only the the most important resource in the universe is spice. And nope, that was right. not it either. The spice and, must flow. Um, and it's a ragtag fleet on the a way. A magical Earth. school for young wizards. No, nope, <laughs> I mean not it either. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. There you go. Yeah, it's the oh, there we are. Alright, I'll stop. As tradition, yeah, for definitely our stop. We don't I did. I did. <laughs> as tradition for our podcast, this Star Wars episode has no outline because the last three Star Wars episodes have had no outline. I think one of them, Odin, was on. I probably was, <laughs> and I think that's accurate because I don't think the sequel trilogy had an outline. So, <laughs> no, no, I don't think they did. 
So as important, I mean the uh, the the books written in between the movies certainly didn't <laughs> <laughs> splinter of minds that much. The important thing right. we need to do is I need to know who's caught up. So I know Odin is because he told me. <laughs> I much, am. Yep. What are you referring to? Uh, who's caught up with Star Wars stuff that's currently out? Because oh. yeah. I haven't watched Kenobi yet, but I don't care. Talk about it. I don't All care. All right. And Eric. I'm going to watch it anyways. I don't care. That's <laughs> a dumb question, Brian. Don't ask. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't no, actually know. That's are. a dumb question. I don't actually I know am. the. Okay. <laughs> you're asleep. Uh, well, this is the person who was a full time mom, full time salesperson, and finished their degree at the same time. So. Two degrees. Yeah. But, but yes. did you have time to do anything? I don't know how she did it because she went out. Sometimes I, it it really proves that I mean you can really accomplish anything. I can't yes. say anything. I'm current on Critical Role, the Glass Cannon podcast, and a whole bunch of other things that I shouldn't be caught up on. <laughs> it's all all about priorities. <laughs> so, Odin, yes, Brian. My question for you is: What part of like the vast network of Star Wars, like? There's so much possible Star Wars stuff that we could talk about. Yes. I would like Star to Cruiser, know crash, crash. what category you would like to cover. Oh. And you just control the topic of the episode. If you can't <laughs> think of anything because I put you on the spot, that's fine, and we'll just move on. <laughs> wow, nice cop-out, Brian. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> He's I like, I don't want to prep for this. We're going to make Odin come Odin up Odin is shit. one of the people who I know who could handle this. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> We're having an actual professional come on. Someone else can do the job. Yes. What we're going to do tonight is talk about the fantastic choice of words that once you finally decided that the Cantina band members were not only called Biths, that they didn't actually play just basic music, no. that the actual lore, the, 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 the canon, what they play is jizz. <laughs> That's the name of the music. Yeah, it's jizz. <laughs> so the topic of today's episode is music in Star Wars. I mean, they, sure you want. I, I was just reaching for a lewd joke, so you know. There I, 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 I think the entire band. topic should be jizz, and we just get away from Star Wars. <laughs> I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of freeform jizz. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think. I don't know. The early stuff. The early stuff. Everything that I've read today is that vasectomies are on the rise and jizz is going down. So, that is a I mean, completely different thing. I'm talking about music, thank you. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna focus on progressive jizz, but Erica's joke is I mean, much better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about that new wave jizz. That's just not the not the ticket. Um, but, I but think honestly... because you said that, I'm gonna pitch a topic because you said that, and this is based on your entire little obscure fact. Sure. Trivia. I love okay. it. Oh, hell yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Trivia. Trivia. I have four hours of sleep, Brian. This is not fair. This isn't yeah. a game. This yeah, is we're not playing a game. We're just going to all sharing things we know about Star Wars. That's cool. Yeah. We all have them. We can easily do a couple of callbacks to some things that Dave has already talked about. This is great. You uh, can tell stories those... about Star Wars. Know-it-alls. I mean, oh. trivia is a good topic. We're not playing a yeah. trivia game. Trust me, that's that's too hard to do in a podcast yeah, format. Makes, Last time I played Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, I went first and no one else got a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play Star, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit against against Ellis, my spouse, and they would play Disney Trivial Pursuit. So I would ask them a Disney question. They would oh, ask that's me a Star cool. Wars question. I like and we that. actually had really good games. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a really good idea. Yeah, that worked really well. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's a really good idea. There's I need to remember that because I cannot get uh, anyone to play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit with me. Oh yeah, no, because because they know trivia, just they don't know trivia as well as you do or fair. I do. That's fair. <laughs> no, yep. nobody will play musical trivia pursuit with me. So I'll I'll trade with you. Oh, you you can read me Star Wars, and I'll read. Nobody you music. will play any board games with me. Well, that's because you well, live yeah, in Timbuktu, Brian. <laughs> Cheater. Move out of only the sticks, chess, homie. Sis. Only at chess. Cheater. Wow, you cheat at chess? What the I, fuck? Yeah, I, exactly. That's that's a little bit of talent. <laughs> no, I was Is playing like her at chess. Pawns I, or... <laughs> I got a pawn to the other side of the board, and she didn't know what happens. That turns into a queen. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, no, I know that now, but oh. yeah. He's he's not prefacing this. This is when I was like 18 years old oh. and nobody had ever played chess with me before. Okay. And he was like, oh, let's play. And he explained how everything moved. And I was like, great. And I started right. paying attention to stuff. And then he's like, oh, and now it's a queen. And I went, what? Wait, what? Yeah. You didn't yeah. tell me that. And yeah. that's not fair because if I knew that was one of the things that I could do, I would have changed my strategy completely. And so or, I was or at like, least prevented no. him from getting there. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I feel like I did my duty by providing extra trauma in your youth. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, just wait till he does the uh, the the sideways jump or the forward jump to with a pawn. It's weird. So one of my favorite versions of Sudoku in, uh, involves uh, uh, chess moves as well. So it's, it's like knight's move Sudoku, where the number seven not only can't be in any row or column, it can't be in any box that is a knight moves away from the box it's in. Oh, interesting. That yeah, makes it so fun. much more difficult. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm realizing that this is a really good April Fool's episode. If we start off saying we're going to talk about Star Wars and then just talk about board games for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to have the Star Wars. Milton Bradley came out with a couple of Star Wars board games in the, in the, in the 70s. Mm. And uh, one of them was like Assault on the Death Star, I think is what it was called. And it I actually played had, that. You played that. That's one of the little plastic trays. Yeah. You had the, the red and blue. Uh, yeah. Extreme fighters you pop in. Yeah, that thing was fun. That's it was the, like one. the first time as a kid I got to play a board game basically with miniatures. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got three different versions of Star Wars Monopoly. I've got yep. uh, Star Wars Battleship. I've got uh, just Ooh, about I'm... every computer game with Star Wars branding on it. <laughs> I'll start I... I'll start the trivia off. Something oh, yeah. that I just I just uh remembered. Mm, um speaking about star wars uh games and this made me think about the toys the original star wars action figures were actually created in cincinnati ohio in a small little company and i got to do a tour of that it was very very cool yeah even though david says ohio doesn't exist doesn't well you could argue that 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 company that developed the star wars figures no longer exists so maybe it was that's true everyone's imagination If you where the company was is now a museum. If you're curious about my position about why I believe that Ohio doesn't exist, I'll explain it during the bonus episode. I'm I you know, I would love it. I've just been accepted that it's a dumb inside joke. I didn't realize there was a real reason. Oh yeah. I'll tell you during the bonus episode. It's great. Sweet. You're gonna love it. Uh, so so to play off that, the uh the Star Wars action figures is often credited for creating that action figure size. What they actually did was popularize that action figure size, the three and three quarter inch tall action figures. If you go back and look, and they probably have them in that museum, uh, some of the original prototypes for the the Star Wars figures when they were kit bashing other figures were the Fisher Price Adventure people, Mm -hmm. which were Mm -hmm. three and three quarter inches tall. 
and the the Jawa is actually the 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 blue jumpsuit child uh, action figure from the uh, safari set. So yep. the, with the cloak, they, on, they yeah. went over all of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So toy yeah. designers take other companies' toys and kit bash them to come up with ideas. They did in the seventies. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they still do. Yeah. No, they'll they'll oh, totally yeah. kit bash something else. It's it's sort of like sketching, but in a three dimensional way. It's just like, well, we can do something that kind of looks like this. In, in the 70s, it would take well over a year to get something from a sculpt to a produced mold. And that's why they had that early bird kit where everyone mm-hmm. bought an empty envelope with a piece of cardboard. It wasn't empty, but it was a you know, envelope with a piece mm-hmm. of cardboard in it. And like, we'll like mail the you the toys. toys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there anything about fabrication that you don't know, Odin? Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I uh, I do enjoy, like, uh, Stormbreaker, you know, uh, the uh, Thor's weapon. All the toys came out with what the final production design was going to be, because same thing, lead time mm-hmm. of not only getting the molds made, getting the toys produced and painted, getting them shipped and getting them on the shelf to hit the street date, all that has to happen months in advance. Mm-hmm. Of course, during production, Chris Hemsworth looks at, the, looks at Stormbreaker and goes, nah, I like that one. And um, grabbed the one that was solid aluminum and weighed 70 pounds because it flexed his arm more. <laughs> and so that's why all of a sudden um, in, in the first Infinity War, the Stormbreaker is completely different in the movie than it is with any of the toys, any of the promotional material, because all that had to be done beforehand while production was happening because everything's on such a tighter timeline now than it was a number of years ago. Well, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. Holy crap. Oh, man. I mean, the... One of my favorite little Star Wars tidbits and trivia noids is uh, the only reason that Star Wars was rated PG when it came out was because of the charred skeletons. If they didn't, if those were in there, it would have been rated G. Really? <laughs> yeah. This was before okay. PG thirteen ratings. Well, yeah. Yes, so it was. if they did exist, it would have been PG thirteen. And the charred skeletons in Star Wars was one of the things that led to PG thirteen ratings becoming a thing. Um. I think eventually, what it was, it was Indiana Jones, wasn't it, that created PG-13? Yeah, Yeah. Indiana Jones was the first PG-13. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom ended up being PG-13. And I can't remember. I think think Raiders was, too. Was uh, no Raiders was just PG because it didn't. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Temple of Doom was the first first actual 13 movie. I think I Um, you are 100 percent right because I remember when I was a little kid. I went to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and they had posters explaining what the ratings meant. Yep. And oh, that I remember was, those. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and uh, talking about charred skeletons, so I was six when Star Wars hit the theaters. So, of course, my parents go first to make sure it's okay for me to see it, because they're actually good parents. Mm-hmm. And um, not only did mom come back super excited, because everybody booed when Vader came on, and everyone cheered when, you know, the, the <laughs> and, you know she was so excited, because everyone also was excited, yeah. telling me that. I'm watching it, and, and dad leans over and says, okay, you got to cover your eyes for this part. And because here comes, you know, the charred remains of Uncle Oh, and yeah. Baru, Baru. Spoiler alert! No, um, <laughs> no, how dare you? So, so, of course, as a kid, Dad's sitting on, on my left side. I've got my left hand completely covering my left eye. And with my right hand, I bring it up with, doing the Vulcan salute. And I'll turn my two fingers at the charred skeletons and go, why am I not looking at this? <laughs> well, I guess that makes me a bad parent because I'm just like, that looks interesting. I'll put it on, and then something, and then something pops up, and I go. <laughs> okay. If you're like, okay with sharing it, Erica, can you think of a movie that that was on and that happened, and you had to cover eyes real quick? Uh, I can't 
think of a movie. I can think of a TV show. Okay. So um, right, when yeah, Amelia, when The Walking Dead first came out, I think Amelia was five or six. And, <laughs> 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 and I was sitting the there watching it. <laughs> and I'm watching it and like there's zombies and blah, blah, blah. And, and Amelia's like, oh, this is so cool. And then like they go to like shoot somebody in the head, like a person, not a zombie. And I go, and she go and they come back on and like i remember when uh the mom died and she's like his mom's dead and i'm like yes yes that is what happened and she goes that's terrible <laughs> and she i had covered her eyes but she's like no the mom and i was wow. like i was yeah. like it's a, it's okay it it's it's pretend and she goes oh it's pretend and i'm like yeah she goes oh okay Awesome. And so that's just how we handle stuff in my house, like things no, that are good. that are great. a little bit too much. I, you know, I, I do this, and then I go, "Don't worry, it's just pretend." Right. And well, they're like, it. "Oh, okay, yep. never mind." Sort of like when she she falls down and bangs her knee, and then and especially when she was a lot younger, because I know most kids do this. Looks mm-hmm. up to you for your reaction. Am I really hurt, or is it a big deal? And if you don't overly react, yep. then it's not as traumatic. as traumatic. Same thing. That's awesome. It, At least I think. Yeah, Mm. exactly i'm like nah you're fine get up well my question is my first question is are you bleeding and then they stop and they look no (laughs) and i'm like can you move it yeah you're fine walk it off (laughs) take a salt tablet (laughs) (laughs) i need to apologize to everybody that if i look distracted it's because i keep spacing out watching what looks like demons and ghosts try to tear their way into reality on odin's feed because (laughs) it's it it like scrambles but it's odin in the scrambles but it looks like scary faces and flames and <laughs> and the bright flashes keep showing the background of eric keep lighting eric up more and more <laughs> yep there's a lot of thunder and lightning and tornado watches right now so you we're know. coming for you brian no <laughs> I've always been fascinated with scrambly TVs since I was a little kid and saw Poltergeist. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 And it, and then and then also when I was a little kid and saw Videodrome, my aunt yep. wasn't very responsible. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the we just had a conversation so, yeah. about how I'm not very responsible. So you're yeah. more responsible uh, than that. The, the video drone was, was pretty bad for a little kid to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> David Cronenberg's a great filmmaker, though. I saw The Fly when it came out, and hey, oh, I love The Fly. Hey. I was I was small. I remember seeing the um, the classic Fly with Vincent Price, so I was super excited because I understood. Me. Oh, this is a remake, great! And oh, I loved it. I loved The Fly. <laughs> was that uh, Chris Wallace? Right, did the effects, and it was Cronenberg uh, as the director. Uh, it's a good yeah. movie. Oh yeah. I just love Goldblum and everything he's in. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they cut the help me help me scene from the movie because they were going to do that. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a little human head on a fly. They Cronenberg made it and I mean they were going to do it and they cut it from the movie for time. They thought it was too on the nose from the original. Okay. Mm. I do I did like the Brundle Museum and the, the medicine cabinet though. <laughs> 
man, I'm having so much fun talking about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great, I know, isn't it? right? <laughs> so well, you brought up Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Uh, yes. And the weird books in Oh, between. I love Splinter I, of the Mind's Eye. I oh, read yes. Splinter of the Mind's Eye because I remember going to the grocery store with mom, and the only thing I would do is hang out in the magazine rack and look at all yep. the books. And I was, There's a Star Wars book I haven't seen. And and mom bought it because you know, I was going to read yeah. the book. Uh, that, that came out of the time while 20th Century Fox had control and mm-hmm. Lucas didn't. And so, yeah, Alan Dean Foster just wrote his own book, did his own thing, because 20th Century Fox didn't care. Yep. And that's why in the book, there's a romantic relationship starting up with Luke and Leia, and Vader's doing his own thing. And oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah it's, it's not just hinted at, even. No, it's not hinted at. Nope. <laughs> no. They are not subtle. <laughs> What's everyone's take on if um, Lucas knew that they were brother and sister? Did he plan it, or did he change his mind and decide to do that later? I think he went at some point. You know what a great twist would be? I would agree with that. <laughs> I don't doubt that Lucas had a, a, a vague outline, but um, I don't think he had that particularly in mind, especially with the no, way he had detail. them acting uh, during the subsequent or the, uh, the 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 yeah the subsequent movies. Yeah, um, I can remember newspaper articles talking about how. There was going to be sequels. And then the numbers changed. It was nine, then it was 12, then it was mm. six, and it was 12 again. Mm-hmm. And and um, the only thing that did really stick around, the, the prequels is one thing that really did kind of stick through all the different things I remember reading. But yeah, I whatever. I think I think he had an idea, and he decided to jump in uh, mid-story, which was the right mm. idea. Uh, and um, I don't think everything was as fleshed out as he pretended like it was. I don't think it was at all. It's, I don't think it, mo- a lot of it was fleshed out, which is why he had to hire help for the sequel. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, well, I, mean, I mean, we know the Ewoks weren't planned. Yeah. I mean, but personally, yeah, exactly. they're supposed to be Wookiees. Yeah. Yeah. But as far yeah. as sequels are concerned, I'm still bummed that Disney decided to use their own canon instead of just going with what was already established. Because the the uh, the Thrawn trilogy was a perfect end cap for right. the for the ser- well, for the the, the 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 movie series. Perfect end cap. You're with all the same all the same people. They're later on in life. <laughs> yeah. And I'm 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 very sad that Disney went their own way because I personally think that those three would have made an amazing trilogy. Yep, I've I've listened to them on tape, and I remember uh, liking them. And uh, remember cassette tapes, kids? Um, vaguely, but it's been vaguely. a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. Um, I I think I've seen Force Awakened twice, and I've seen the other two once each, and that's it. I did, that was not in, those were not inspiring to me to go back and see again. Rogue um, One is far and away the best oh, of all the new films. Absolutely, a thousand percent. Yes, uh, absolutely, it is. And, if they had done uh, the other it's, ones it's, like it's, they it did, is Rogue almost one, it better been than its sequel, but not quite. Oh, it's <laughs> almost. It, it's a great. It's it's a better episode three than episode three was. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Rogue One is my favorite um, of the new ones, but probably for a really silly reason. It's oh. it, it's done really well. Don't get me wrong. I have no problems with the story. I have no problems, you know, with with any of it. But what what really sold it for me is at the very end when they die, they do not kiss. Exactly. There is it, yes. there's no romance. It's, it wasn't a romantic thing. It was they were friends. Yep. They were helping they were for the cause. Yeah, it was yep. it was platonic and there's yeah. so many times Oh yeah, where the, they, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the they, shoehorn ham-fisted uh mm-hmm. uh romantic really. Yeah. Yeah. And and as a woman that really irritates me for my kids because it just 
continuously perpetuates this idea that a girl and a boy can't be close good friends and like you know connect with each other on a level that they may not connect with other people without it becoming sexual or romantic and so i very much appreciated that the whole movie was great and when they're saying i swear to god chris is sitting next to me in the theater and they get down on their knees on the beach and they hug each other and i go don't do it don't fucking do it they better not fucking do it (laughs) <laughs> and they didn't. And I was so happy. Oh, yeah. Was like, that was great. Yes. Yeah, thank I remember you. seeing that lead. I was like, oh, you. God, really? Come on. I, I yeah. actually, I think I remember thinking that too. It's like, you guys aren't going to kiss, are you? Yeah, no, please. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, fun it would have been I, a would... really weird, unnatural thing for them to do because they knew yeah, they were going to die. It would have been eh. really weird and unnatural. Very fatalistic. Yeah. And almost, I don't want to say on the flip side of that because. So I'm probably not as critical as everybody else about Star Wars. I accept it for exactly what it is. And I know people have very strong opinions about it. Oh, the worst um, thing to happen to Star Wars is the fans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. I was, I was say, what, what is Star Wars? It's actually a good trash film that got really lucky. That's what Star Wars is. <laughs> 100%. It is so oh. My my favorite watching is the original theatrical because you can just point out all the, the, oh, the cardboard yeah. cutouts. The, yep. Oh god. Oh, the it's door so wobbles. bad. It's great. <laughs> but you know, slams his head. I have I have no problem with the prequels. I know a lot of people do. A lot of people have strong opinions about Jar Jar Binks and blah 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 blah. But I love like political <laughs> intrigue and and for me those those were very much all the political intrigue was there some bs along the way yeah yeah there definitely was but to me it tells a story of how when people take something for granted and they're not hyper vigilant and they're not paying attention that no matter how smart you are you can have the wool pulled over your eyes and for me that's a really important message And I mean, I felt that before all of the stuff that happened this week, so I'm not trying to get political in the real world, by Mm -hmm. the way, by saying this, this is how I've always felt about them. Um, But it really, for me, paints that picture of, you know, always being vigilant on the things that are important to you and not letting them go. And then when we talk about the the second, you know, the sequel, whatever, the second or the third, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, the race. Sequel the, trilogy, yeah. yeah the I sequel trilogy, I, there we go. Um, to me, I the, the first one was just remaking three. I mean, that's all it was. There was nothing really different about it. Um, I think that was a poor choice. The thing yes. that I didn't think was a poor choice, and because it tracks with the story that has been being told through all of them, is this this idea of balance and so you have kylo and you have ray and they are polar opposite but also very much the same and for me that talks about balance now what i didn't like was the oh i created the link between you i feel like that was really stupid um they should have left it as though the force itself was creating a link because when the whole vader thing You know, he was supposed to bring balance to the force, right? Like, to me, they were actually starting to balance the force. Did I like that it got all romantic? No. I I think I've already established. I think that's stupid. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They work better as frenemies. 
Yeah, they did. You know, um, I think that there was something we said for a mutual respect that they had for each other, which you saw when he was trying to interrogate her. Right. He's trying to interrogate her and she's pushing back. There's a mutual respect of, of power between the two. And they could have kept going that and allowed them to connect on a human level without it going down the path they did. Like when they turned backs and they, they, you know, attacked Stoke or Snoke together. That was great. That was perfect. Mm -hmm. The throne room scene there is one of the best shot fight scenes I've seen in a very time. Yes. I will say that. Super good. But Um, uh, then they got stupid with it in the third one and they ruined it. They went with the clones of Palpatine story, which was the story that was brought about in the third book of the Thrawn trilogy to explain Jedi Master Joris Savoth and Mara Jade. And there was a clone of Luke Skywalker. And it was just a much better fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate the movies for the message they give. I think the message is right. Like you were saying about the prequels, they have a great message. I hate the movies because of how bad they are. Right. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I like about the, the thing that I don't like the, about the prequels that I think uh, I, 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 I want to pretend like I can see in the, in the original trilogy is um, the original trilogy. It was a struggle to get it made. It, it, it was, uh, you know, trying trying to take the, the the limited resources and 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 corral all the people who didn't understand the vision in order to get this thing made, and then you know, uh, Marshall Lucas saved the movie in the edit. Um, with the prequel trilogy, Lucas didn't have any no men. He was totally surrounded by yes men, and everyone just went, "Yeah, it sounds like a great idea." It doesn't matter what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you want to sell more drink cups? That's a great idea. And that may not be what it was, but damn, that's the way it feels to me. And and that's yeah. that's the biggest thing for me where I, I don't really uh, uh, attack of the clones is my favorite of the three of the, of the prequels. And then specifically within that, there was an IMAX version that I saw. And I think I talked about this in the last podcast that, that we all did, um, because at the time, the IMAX uh, camera system was still only running 70 millimeter film. They weren't doing digital uh, uh, projections yet. They had to cut the movie down. They had to take like five or, or seven minutes out of attack of the clones so that it would fit physically on the platter. So they removed the majority of the romantic se- uh, sequences. They took out the pay- the uh, the picnic. They took out a, a bunch of that stuff. That and would have made it so much better. Holy shit! Oh, it oh, was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it really did. It flowed better. It was a lot. It was a lot more enjoyable to watch. Not that not that I'm against. I, I love romance movies. I could totally get into one. That one wasn't a good romance movie. No. <laughs> okay, okay, Odin. You yeah. just made me realize something. Yes. So going back to when Attack of the Clones came out, mm-hmm. I the saw awesome it and I really enjoyed it. Yoda standing over a, it's over a city. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of Attack of the Clones. Mm. And for years, people talked about how bad it was and the, the dry dialogue, and I couldn't remember. Right. You just explained why I didn't know why people said it was so bad, and I didn't know until just now. I saw oh. it in IMAX. Oh, really? Is that the only one you saw? Oh, so you didn't see any of the shit. I've gotten in huge arguments where people thought I was stupid because I was like, what are you talking about? It was good. (laughs) Oh, wow. That that seven minutes or whatever it is made a difference. Yeah, you totally missed out on the weird shot of Anakin having a nightmare uh, at at night tossing back and forth where it just looks like he's pleasuring himself. (laughs) 
or, not uh, a or, good shot, George. <laughs> or one of my favorite shots is her going, "Oh no, we can't, we we can't be romantic," and then dresses in the most provocative things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, oh, we no, can't, we, we can't, can't do this. We're gonna no. be hot and sexy in a field because why not? <laughs> what was really funny is I remember seeing Phantom Menace. I'm sorry, loving the hell out of it. Wow. I waited online. I went. I enjoyed the hell right. out of it. And then was surprised by the negativity on the internet. And it was the first time I'd really experienced internet negativity with a movie. Mm, and right. then well, how Attack old are you? of the, the Star Clones. Wars fans are carrying that tradition. How old were you? Would <laughs> have been like 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, with the cartoon rabbit. Yeah, I think I was 17. So, yeah. When did, when did, um, 99, right? 2000. Yeah, I think it was 99. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the Millennium movie. Yeah. I was 13. I, um, <laughs> I remember waiting in line. I, I got to. I got to be paid to wait in line uh, to, to go and see it at the Chinese theater in, in, in L.A. Awesome. And um, yeah, it was great. It was the best crowd to go and see it with. And uh, yeah, um, later on, I was talking about, oh, this makes a great 45 minute movie. You just cut this out, cut that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, of the prequels, my, my favorite is Attack of the Clones. That is my favorite one. I think it has the, the most moving story line in my in my opinion mm -hmm. i think it is did we see um, it in the theater together mm -mm. okay i mean my favorite definitely my has dad, to be the third one just because it's just how utterly stupid and ridiculous it is that's a fine <laughs> she, reason <laughs> she dies of a broken heart no that, just, uh, just, no david no no a, that's a thing that's it's a real thing. thing. Actually, that is actually a real thing. Yeah, yeah but but that's a thing. the, the, the setup Star Wars universe. Yeah, <laughs> no, it can literally put you in a bath that will bring you back from your death. No. Yeah, but when no. you've lost the will to live. Oh Jesus. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Defend it, yeah, please. Exactly. Go for it. <laughs> I'm not trying to defend. I'm defending the concept of dying of a broken heart. That's a legitimate thing that happens. Oh, like, okay. Legitimately. I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately complaining about how stupid that is a way to write her out of a movie. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, David House? acquaints that movie with being bathed in acid, and you will not convince him anything is positive about it. <laughs> no, there are zero redeeming qualities about that movie, except for one line. And that is, this is how Liberty dies to thunderous applause. <laughs> that is an excellent line. That is the only line say, from that movie that is worth it. I don't I know. I thought you were going to say, Anakin, I have the high ground. <laughs> no, that's a meme. That's a different thing. My favorite amazing. thing about <laughs> Attack of the Clones has nothing to do with memes or quotes. It's just the crowd reaction when Yoda drew the lightsaber. It right. was oh, one yeah. of the coolest oh, experiences. <laughs> standing ovation at the climax of the movie. I oh, mean, 100%. But it was a yep. character that was never supposed to fight like that. Not all Jedi. I, I really don't want to get into aware, it. I really David. don't want to get into it. David, I am aware, David is what Not we all call. Jedi are fighters. David is what we call an expanded universe weeb. <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. You can't see my bookshelf, so, but I literally have so, an entire bookshelf full of expanded universe books. Brian, so you are expanded uh, you are universe. What show was it that featured dancing stormtroopers? I mean, besides the holiday special, the um, holiday special had them. I didn't think it did. I don't think the holiday special has dancing stormtroopers. The holiday special has dancing because uh, Lumpy Chewbacca's uh, yes. uncle or grandfather or whoever right, was look, definitely watching Jefferson Starship porn. It but, has um, been about I know America's since I've talent, seen Adam. The but, holidays. Oh, are they? Okay, that's more recent. I'm thinking of oh, so the Donnie Marie show. There was a Donnie Marie Osmond show again during the period <laughs> when right. 20th Century Fox yeah, had, the, had their rights. Yep. 
literal there, line dancing stormtroopers. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> yep. something. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Find it. Yep. Google it. I think I think they're high kicking, aren't they? I mean, it's yeah. straight up line. Yeah, it's like not, almost not like rock country line style. dancing. It's, yeah, yes, no, exactly. Yeah, rock yeah, style. Yep. I used to have a impressive. CD of that Star Wars disco album. I like that. <laughs> oh, the disco <laughs> album's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Stuff. He did more themes too. the The group also did like Close Encounters, and I think they did the original Battlestar Galactica as well in their I own mean, version. They didn't they do the theatrical one. I mean, I do love uh, Richard Cheese's Star Wars medley. Oh hell yeah, that's so good. I was so happy Richard Cheese's Down to the Sickness was yes. in uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah my favorite so Zack good. Snyder film. Yes. Hey, come on down, get down with sickness. sickness. Oh, it's so good. Buddy, get up, get down with the sickness. My favorite Zack Snyder movie is Dawn of the Dead, not because yep. of the content of the movie, but I saw the movie, and a, fr- a very good friend of mine told me he was going to go see the movie. So I found out <laughs> what movie time he was going and i waited until after the movie started went and bought a ticket walked into the back of the theater waited for the baby scene and by that point i was behind him (laughs) so fucked up (laughs) perfect you're evil ryan you're evil it it was the the um ventriloquist tummy face it was like (laughs) and then i just gave him the thumbs up and walked out of the theater (laughs) oh you're just done (laughs) oh i got i got applause from the audience because everybody was kind of watching me sneak up on him for a while (laughs) oh that's funny that's awesome Uh, uh, but i mean the, the 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 best part about the Thrawn trilogy is they actually would have introduced Mara Jade, which is a fan favorite character right. that did no mention whatsoever in current Star Wars canon. Yeah, I, I will admit. Yeah, I was, but they're I was hinting about that... a lot of characters that haven't been presented yet. Sorry, Odin, didn't mean to talk. That's fine. You. No, that's fine. I was just yeah, I was disappointed that Mara Jade never showed up either. Mm. But yes, they're hinting. Please continue. Oh no, that was all I was saying. Is they're hinting oh, at no. a lot of characters. And yeah, they're, they're, but. They're bringing them in, man. They're bringing stuff yeah. in from the expanded universe. Hold your horses. Yeah, but they're. I, I'm excited. There's a possibility of Kyle Katarn showing up. Yeah, that'll be interesting. We had this yeah. conversation the last time we did a Star Wars episode. The answer yeah. is yeah, but they're not going to be exactly the same as the books I grew exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That swell. No. Exactly. Harumph. Harumph. <laughs> I mean, they're they're Wait. they're never they're never going to introduce the Yuuzhan Vong. That's just retarded. But it would be an interesting us. Uh, it would be an interesting. That would make an interesting TV show. I've heard some rumors. The Yuuzhong Vong invasion that yeah. would make it interesting. And they're going to change it. Oh yeah, they kind of have to. Yeah. What, what was that thing called? The uh, salami? What was it? The the yellow slug thing that went around Thrawn's neck that that the prevented force being used oh. on him? Oh oh the uh, the 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 Yesel Niari or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a it's white like a salami. Uh, it's like a yeah. salamander that, that sits on a rack that creates a bubble of ne- of negative force around them. What they oh, can't be felt in the force. That's definitely going to end up being canon. That animal became a, that animal developed that as a defense mechanism against one of the main predators on the planet they're from that uses the force to hunt. Okay, I'm going to make a liar out of myself and actually ask a Star Wars trivia question, but I don't know the answer to this. Okay. We'll make it up. I'm sure between Odin and I, we can come up with some sort. What was the name (laughs) of the female hut in in the Book of Boba Fett? Was that the, was that the 
like Java's Java's sister, or was it someone else? I mean, they were his cousins, the boy and the girl. Oh, yeah. they were yeah, his cousins. Right. I don't know was... their names. I'm terrible with names, but yeah, Jabba... actually, I don't remember their names either. If memory serves, Jabba was the one of the black sheep of his family that got uh, that got uh, banished from Nalhutta, which is why he was on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rest of their <laughs> the rest of their family were shell huts that used to live inside their armored protective casings and he was one of the few that didn't legends oh, okay not canon <laughs> <laughs> expanded universe not canon don't worry about it it's actually, oh, I you, actually word... learn, you actually learn about them in the bounty hunt the bounty hunter trilogy yep. which is where you learn the backstory behind bosk and uh the the whole bounty hunters guild you know what are really good um the trilogy of books called aftermath the mm. canon expanded universe that came out after the um after the um sequels came out oh okay they're referenced in mandalorian and book of boba fett all the time Cobb oh. vance was introduced in the books okay huh. i okay. haven't read them yep, for me for them. me the first book of the expanded universe is uh is the the uh one where they battled the Ciceruk. The fuck is the name of that book? Um, shit. Can't you just look on your bookshelf? I uh, I could, but I have to get up. <laughs> oh god, that sounds like effort. I know. <laughs> look, it's like almost ninety in in my room here. Okay, it's eighty six point nine right now. It's hot as fuck in here. Leave me oh. alone. Leave me All alone. Right. The fact that wearing a shirt is a courtesy to you guys. <laughs> I think we Great. should start that, a spin off to the that podcast. That led me down a path I'm not interested in thinking about. That's my OnlyFans. <laughs> I love the I, link I, to that in our Patreon. <laughs> well, no, you apologize for wearing a shirt. So, <laughs> if, uh, I, you, if, if I were you at least sitting on a towel. <laughs> if, <laughs> Oh my that god. was excellent, Odin. That was excellent. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I deserve that. Okay. I am wearing pants, I will confirm. <laughs> but am I? I'm I mean that's on your OnlyFans. Guy, guy can dream, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Hello, welcome to Cursey Smurfs OnlyFans. Fucking subscribe. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> I have a <laughs> I have a very strong viewpoint about nudity, as in my nudity. I have never sent a naked picture. I've never done any of that because right, you, sh- you should run for public office. You won't be able to find anything. But <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I said a lot of stuff. No, um, ah, well. So, <laughs> but I just believe that you know, once you have it out there, that right. you know, it's always out there, right? Like you're and right. I was like. Mm, that's a no-go for me. Besides, if you really Serenity. want it, you have to work for it. That's to, my that's my yeah. thoughts on it. To quote Serenity, once it's, up, <laughs> once it's uploaded, everything goes somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Once it's on the internet, it never dies. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I did that pose with my feet up thinking it would be funny, and then I realized I stood up earlier and kind of ruined the joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're also completely blocking your face with your microphone and sputter screen, so... No, generally. No, that's Dukes of Hazard. Generally is Dukes of Hazard. Oh, no. Uh, Odin. <laughs> what? Odin. <laughs> you know. What? Uh, okay. All right. Um, the next the next TV series I want to see they make of Star Wars is uh, based around Rogue Squadron. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say the next series TV series you want to see is Kenobi because you haven't seen it yet. 
Fair. <laughs> that was a Rogue point. Squadron movie uh, that was being talked about, and last I heard, that was back in development. Supposedly, yeah. but I don't know if a movie will do it justice. Have Have you read the X Wing series? All uh, eight of no. them? No, they I, are... I played the N- 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 Nintendo 64 game. Okay. Uh, they are a series <laughs> of the first four written by uh, Michael Stackpole, okay. and they are very good. They introduce a whole rash of characters that actually become bigger characters later on in the Expanded Universe. Cor- it's where you get introduced to Corrin Horn and his droid Whistler and his... Uh, and uh, uh, Mirax, Tarek, and Booster Tarek, and Wedge. You learn about Wedge Antilles and the the whole the whole all the pilots and stuff from the the fight the fighter squadrons from the movies. Right. They all have names. <laughs> yes, they do. It's not just Porkins and Wedge. Yeah. <laughs> and Red Leader. <laughs> yep. Who was nickname was whose call sign and nickname was Pops because he was oh, like fun. almost sixty. He had two days until retirement. <laughs> of course he did. Get too old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's fresh out of the academy and two days away from retirement. <laughs> That's how I feel most days. I'm too old for this shit. You know, you know who I think is the only person who loves um Star Wars Expanded Universe more than David? Dave Filoni. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> because so he's trying as hard David as he David can thing. to bring so many expanded universe characters back. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I just there were so many good stories and great characters and wonderful storylines in the expanded universe that I find it a sh- I mean, don't get me wrong, not all of those books are well written. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> there are a couple they, of them in the New Jedi Order that are they still exist. Painful. I mean, they didn't get burned end. in a bonfire. Yeah. Like <laughs> anything written by I think her name was uh uh Catherine or Kathleen Perry or something like that she wrote two of them and they they were actually painful for me i had to put them down i couldn't read them in long sittings it was just so bad <laughs> they were paced poorly the character introduction it was written in a strange framing she used like a mixture of third second and first person person when relating oh, to characters that she shouldn't be it was weird i was not a okay. fan i think well, erica's trying to sound... ask you something yes yeah, i think that Sorry. does just sound poorly written it was Um, was, they were not a fun experience (laughs) well no all i was gonna say david is i know you have a love for the expanded universe Mm. and i know you feel very passionately about this but i think you have to think you have to come to some sort of agreement with yourself either star wars died when disney took it over for you and that's the end of the story for you or you have to accept that it's a different world like a whole different dimension within the star wars and so that way you could accept the stories as they're trying to tell them now i think the mistake you're making erica is you're assuming that he's he doesn't like hating them (laughs) and it's not even so much hatred the original prequel is the original three prequels are pure seething hatred but the uh the the later ones seven eight nine the ones they did uh Force Awakens, the and the other two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't the remember last their Jedi? names. Sure, <laughs> I remember okay, the I second so. movie was literally Empire, but in reverse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Almost shot for shot. It's crazy. They, yeah. they the one starts on a planet covered in white, the other one ends on a planet covered in white. There's a space yep. chase in between. <laughs> There's a big fighting around a planet. Oh God. <laughs> 
Yep. We've seen this before. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, it's not so much that I hate that. I just, I was hopeful that they would go in a direction. I think the stories are better. And I did see the movies. I sat through all of them. I I might not own them, but I, <laughs> uh, I, I, they have their merits. They have some good lines about them. The stories were okay. I just expected them to do better with what they had. I think they're doing better with the TV shows. Agreed. Yes, Mandalorian is fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. and I don't understand the hate with Boba Fett or the hate with well, Kenobi. Because the worst thing to happen to Star Wars is its fans. <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I was reading a bunch of stuff on on uh, Kenobi where it was well. First off, everybody hated the third sister in there, like that she was black. There was a bunch of racist bullshit and all sorts of right. stuff. That's just and, people all- being douchebags. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's the dumbest reason to hate something. 100%. It, it, it really, really is. But then the other one is a lot of people are saying, like, they were so upset that he was so disenfranchised in the beginning. And No, he should have been. <laughs> he, exactly. I'm like, if we're talking... If- if this series is about the character wielding he a lightsaber was, around... He was and hiding... You yeah, if you was he hiding, his entire world was killed around him. And if yeah. he didn't hide, he would be killed too. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's why people are like, oh, well, you know, where, where's Obi-Wan? That blah, 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 blah. And I'm like that. If all you want to see is him wield a lightsaber and kill people, then then why do you care about the character? You can right. it, it, none of that matters. Because they it's just want to the see things explode with the glowy sticks. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what it sounded like to me. But it's to really your point, Odin, that's exactly where I was getting at. His whole world, yeah. you know, the person he was mentoring and he loved like a brother, you know, he completely lost. You know, there right. are these children that are like the vassals of hope for him. But he also has to hide because his whole everything came crushing, you know, crashing down around crashing him. Down. Yeah. And, you know, he saw somebody he loved literally killing children. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's so many... It's like if somebody like completely flipped your world upside down and you had to hide who you were and you've lost everybody that you cared about, everything that you cared about and felt like you had let somebody down in like a tremendous way. Yeah, you you would be that devastated. You would be that mm-hmm. disconnected. And the whole the whole series is about him finding himself again and finding a way to be okay with what had happened in the past i mean if you think about it he has ptsd i mean that's really what it mm-hmm. comes down to and in to me it's a be- it ends beautifully it's a beautiful story it it works well with the psychology of the character there's nothing that's glaringly wrong or you know anything of that nature and i just think that they're just being way too critical and it's almost the same thing with boba fett a lot of it and with like the the flashbacks and the back to tank and like people hate that stuff well well he's gonna have to recover and we're gonna have to know what happens in between i mean and the oh it isn't a book but yeah <laughs> sorry you done david yes okay good <laughs> uh, you know but you're gonna have to get that across and while it's not the most engaging story it is what the story needed to be to bring him back into the universe in any sort of meaningful way and so i just don't get it maybe again maybe i'm 
the opposite of David. And I'm just like, well, let's see where they go. Let's learn more about the characters and more about, you know, the story that they want to tell. And for me, it's when I see a movie or a TV show, I hate plot holes. Everybody hates plot holes, right? You know, like, right. I mean, plot holes suck, but outside of like very in your face plot holes about stuff, I love movies specifically for the character development and what they are like, what the moral of what they're trying to say is kind of like I said with the prequels. I love the, you have to pay attention. You can't take what you have for granted or it could be taken from you. And it's, it's this, it's the same thing. So I get it, David, if you want to be angry because it's not what you want it to be and you want to put all that hate out there, you do you, but I think there is something to be said for what they are doing and sometimes taking a step back and looking at it through a different lens is what is required to appreciate essentially what is new art within a universe that you truly love because clearly you do. But uh, you're not before wrong, you respond except for a lot of things. Uh, one, I'm not angry. I never have been. I never will be. I, ha- I have dissenting opinions, but I am enough of a big person to be able to listen to other opinions and rethink my own positions based on new information. It's a really good thing you're not ar- angry. So I'm going to spend a half hour talking about how Jar Jar Binks was actually a Sith Lord now. You go straight to fucking hell, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Hell, make me drive up there. I will kick your ass. <laughs> well, Jar Jar became a Sith Lord. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. I was just, you know, I enjoyed that idea. I don't have anything to back that up, other than I do enjoy the fact that Jar Jar is the one that that nominated the idea of the attack and the whole clone problem. Yes, was, but he was, was being manipulated yeah. by Palpatine. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire time, and and he it was the most believable character to be manipulated to be manipulated. Uh, a thousand. I like what they did with him. They made him less annoying. He was annoying in the first movie. They then realized that. The first movie that Ahmed Best quit acting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So did Jake Lloyd. Man. I didn't think he was annoying. I'm sorry. I didn't think. I think he was exactly what he was supposed to be, which was an cartoon rabbit that steps in the poopy. No, an indigenous person who is looked down upon by his own people and is just doing what he can to help. And nobody said he was super smart. Nobody said he had anything but guts. And he definitely had guts for what he did. So, I mean... Okay, you if, can't if being always terrified be and screaming at everything all the time, sure. <laughs> but he never stopped. People all do right. things when they're scared all, all the time. Right. It's whether or not you stop. I am going I, I to interrupt this, yeah. the Star Wars wars and Shane <laughs> and and divert with Oh, cool. A because piece the Oveons are the trivia. best aliens ever. Without those, Battlestar Galactica would have fallen apart. What? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I I just wanted to see if anybody knew what ET's race was called in the Star Wars universe. Oh God. Oh right. I've heard it before. I just can't remember. Yep, yep, it. yep. Yep. They're there. Fuck. Yeah, they are. They're in the Senate chamber. Yeah. There's even a, there's even a story as to why they're there. Yeah. Yes, there's a backstory written as to why they're there. I I uh I just can't remember the name. I just can't remember I the name of the race right now. Exactly. Yeah. I I've heard it before. I just I can't remember it. They're Asogians. That sounds right. 
this whole remember. time we've been arguing, Brian's been looking yeah, through the internet the for randomness shit. No, actually, yep. I, I remembered that. I, I've been looking for something to bring up, but I, I remembered that there weren't called ETs, so I looked it up real quick. Right. Um, no, I, I think I only learned that recently because I've been um, with oh, with Obi Wan coming out. I've been watching because you a only lot recently flipped to your Star DK Wars Visual videos. Dictionary. <laughs> I don't have one of those. Uh, well, no, Amelia of... does. Well, I had an old one before my house burned down when I lost a lot of my cool stuff. But you know. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that 1998. That sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's where that bottle rocket ended up. Coincidentally, that's when I quit smoking on. <laughs> um, uh, I think one of my favorite Star Wars trivia questions that uh, stumps people sometimes is uh, uh, there's a droid that's a black box and it is named after the sound it makes. Yep. Oh, the donk droid. <laughs> or gonk droid. Gonk yep, droid. That's the one. Yep. You'd be amazed yep. how many people don't know that. And can't, well, yeah. can't get that. One of them made the noise in Obi Wan Kenobi. It was pretty yeah. cool. Gonk. Yep. Gonk. 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 <laughs> Supposedly they're powered droids and have a mini nuclear reactor inside of them. And if you yes, were to actually are. set one on fire or hit it with a blaster bolt, they would explode and go critical. Yeah, that happened. What show did that happen on? It happened recently on one of the new shows. Oh, it happened in the droids comic book series a couple of times. It's how they got out of trouble. <laughs> Overloading <laughs> oh droid. <laughs> so I'm excited that uh, with the upcoming Ahsoka television series, it looks like we're going to see a live action version of Chopper. Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I, I want to see a live action version of Mr. Bones. I do not know this, Mr. Bones. I don't know that one either. Now, I apologize, David, that I'm bringing up the Aftermath books again. But Mr. Oh, Bones... Oh, I haven't... Okay, I have no Mr. idea. Bones, I've never read them. I have no idea who this is. Mr. Bones makes them worth it because he's really cool. He's a reprogrammed um, battle droid after oh. Return of the Jedi. So nobody's seen a battle droid since the Clone Wars. Hmm, interesting. And a kid reprogrammed him and strapped bones to him and turned him into a like a a psychotic mercenary and he had he has loyalty to the kid who made him and he basically runs around just going roger roger i perform violence roger roger <laughs> wow <laughs> okay okay it is pretty fun um he's only appeared in one form of media he's in um one of the lego star wars um games those aren't canon no well, the <laughs> the, um, the aftermath book series sure is. Sure, <laughs> sure. We'll we'll go with that. Now, the only thing I could think of that came from those that's in the shows, like Boba Fett getting out of the Scarlet Sarlacc pits in the shows, in the books. Mm -hmm. um, Cobb mm -hmm. Vance getting Boba Fett's armors in the books, and you yeah, and then they reunite later. Um, but that's all I could think of what's in those books that's shown up on the shows. Um, I'd like to see... Um, um, well, the... ah ah Ahsoka is a character that wasn't in the Expanded Universe. She didn't exist until she was written in, I think, the Clone Wars cartoon or something. Yeah, she first appeared yep. in the first episode of Clone Wars, right? Yeah. Yep. Or uh, which was the, the Clone Wars? Released. Like yeah. the... Yeah, the yeah, the Clone Wars. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah, so she doesn't exist in the expanded universe because she didn't exist. Uh, and they reintroduced okay. her character in that animated movie that re felt really weird that it was a movie. The um, wh because when Clone Wars first started, 
it was a feature film. Oh, the first, first like episode. three episodes or something like the, that. Yeah, they, it was in the theaters mm-hmm. and everything, and it surprised yep. everybody because nobody knew a Star Wars movie was coming out. And yeah, right. It I was remember, weird to that. see yeah, like, Wait, three Star episodes Wars, of a TV show edited into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a show I haven't watched all that much of. I should I should binge that. I haven't yet. I hear it's worth it. I I hear it's one of those it things that starts slow and then gets better, and then the last season is like the best thing in the world, and they did a really good job. Mm, they did. You're you're right. <laughs> the the last season it. is phenomenal. Uh, and if you wanted to, you can just binge the whole thing. I mean, you already punish yourself with reading the expanded universe books. Oh yeah, but, I know. Um, <laughs> online you can, you I mean, can find uh, 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 the truncated version. You can find the clip notes version that lets you know that just watch these episodes from this season, and you'll pick up on all the stuff that's kind of oh, the big story storyline. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because there's there's whole episodes where they're just mucking fluff. about with Aqualish, and who yeah. cares? Guys, yeah. do something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta love the filler the filler arcs. Oh, there's a lot. There's 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 one season. I can't remember if it's the third season or fourth season. I think it's the third one. It's almost hundred percent uh filler. It's like is anything going on? You know, we've <laughs> taken a lot of things from Japanese and their media. Filler arcs was one thing we didn't need to take. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate how Star Trek handles filler episodes. Uh, because overall they have so much budget for every episode of mm-hmm. the entire season. This is going back to like Next Gen did it really yeah. well. Uh, they did a little bit with the original series as well. Um, and so this is the set money and all they have. So in order to have a, a, a big episode where they build a big set, they have a big monster, they have a, a big mm-hmm. grandiose episode, they'll have another episode that's a ship in a bottle episode where they never leave the the, the standing sets. Mm-hmm. They don't need anything massive externally brought in except for the alien of the week who's wearing fancy trousers. And the idea of doing that to move your budget around to get a better thing from a lesser thing, that works for me. But when the majority of the season, and it's animated, is is filler what what are you doing guys yeah exactly <laughs> are you using the south park version of riding with manatees i mean what is this <laughs> that family guy family guy excuse me right right, right don't right, disparage right. south park i won't i apologize <laughs> especially the well i used to think south park was stupid and not funny until i saw gluten-free ebola and i almost died from laughing <laughs> <laughs> I am very hit and miss of South Park. Some episodes are amazing. Other episodes I can't stand. So it's, I don't, it's very hit and miss. Sounds right. When I watched it when I was younger, I don't think I understood a lot of what they were talking about because I didn't really pay attention to the news. And Mm. to me, it was a bunch of poop jokes. And I've never been like a huge fan of those. Um, But as I've gotten older and I've watched it and I'm more in tune with what's going on in the world, it's very, I'm like, that's on the fucking nose. That is I mean, perfect. Like you can throw a couple poop jokes in. That's I was gonna say you're also because... a parent now. The poop jokes have a different flavor, if you will. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> they hit a little different. Nope, nope. Right now, Rowan's on this thing. Her uncle. Um, we we went. Um, we went with uh, Chris's family to a water park, and um, my sister in law and her husband were there. And Rowan said something like, hey, guess what? And he goes, chicken butt. And that is all I have heard for two weeks now. Every time she's like, hey, guess what? And I'm like, Uh... what? Chicken butt. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. So now I just gave into it. And now every time she says, guess what? I just go chicken butt. (laughs) I can call her on the phone and sing to her if you like. And then you you won't hear that anymore. That's how you break that (laughs) habit. (laughs) <laughs> there's um in a in a um ah, 
I want to say facility, which is wrong. Anyway, uh, in, in a place close by where I live, there's, there's a town called Fair Oaks, which is known for their chickens. Uh, there's a large chrome statue of a rooster that's made. It looks like it's made out of 1950s bumpers. This is like this nice. you know, 12-foot, 15-foot tall chrome rooster. And yeah, every time we drive by, I say, hey, guess what? <laughs> that, is a, that is a big yeah. metal cock. It is a giant metal cock. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. You stole my joke, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I get for stealing your um, Spice Channel joke earlier. Yep. Uh, to be fair, I, I I hadn't said it on air, but yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I mean, I can literally talk for hours about Star Wars and just get me going on a topic, and I could go. I know someone here has to know about it. I've been trying to think of a piece of Star Wars trivia through this whole episode. What did they mine on um, Bespin? Bespin? They mined uh, Tabana gas out of the atmosphere, which is what is uh, mixed with the energy inside the reaction chamber of a blaster to make the energy bolt that fires. Can anyone confirm that that's a canon reason or is that expanded universe? Well, the the use of being being put into a blaster may not be canon, but Lando actually says Tabana gas mine in the movie. Yeah, they're mining the gas out of the atmosphere. They're, they're mining Tabana gas mine. Yep, and you and you see some of the uh, some of the automated mining things uh, at least in the Ralph Macquarie art. I think you actually see it in the special edition where it's 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 smaller, like satellites mm-hmm. flying around Bespin. Those mm-hmm. are the Tabana gas facilities. Yeah. Um, yep. Were there any expanded universe books set in Bespin? Yeah, no, but there's a, a very important expanded universe character named Ganner. Who's from a derelict cloud city in on Bespin? Oh, okay, that's interesting. A derelict cloud city. Yeah, so there's more than one. Cla- it's oh, it's part of one. the okay. it's part of the new Jedi Order, which takes place about twenty years after Yavin. It's like ten or it's okay. actually like ten or fifteen years after after the uh, the Battle of uh, No, sorry, the Battle of Endor. After the Battle of Endor. Oddly enough, I never considered that there would be other cities uh, mining as well. That totally makes sense. Duh. Yeah, uh, but they, they we only a, saw the they, one, so I accepted it was a, just the one. They have a smaller operation that doesn't fall under the jurisdiction of the mining guilds. Ah, okay. They're technically pirates. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually stealing Tabana gas because they're not paying the mining guilds the fair share. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which makes sense for someone with Lando's past, who he actually <laughs> won that station in a Sabbat game. Of course he did. <laughs> Against the well, there's a great story in a comic book series done by Dark Horse called the uh, the Star Wars Tales. Oh my and... god! I think I'm hallucinating. <laughs> Why didn't X-wing just pop up in front of Odin? I swear <laughs> to God, the scrambling has been driving me crazy. I'm watching okay. Odin, and an X-wing just flashed in front of him, and I'm like, okay, did I see that in the scrambles, or is Odin fucking with us? I think you saw that in the scrambles. <laughs> I had um, to have. What was what was in that? Uh, what was in that kale salad? <laughs> What's in that special? I believe it dressing? was a special dressing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Heather's special dressing. I swear. It contains uh, K- Kessel spice. <laughs> Oh, glitter stem. (laughs) Well, by the time, well, that glitter stem is the most potent form of spice, which only roughly 1% of all spice mind is glitter stem. Uh, It reacts to UV light and people that take it, it increases their latent mental abilities. A lot of them believe that they can then read minds. Normal spice, though, is refined and taken. It's a mild aphrodisiac, uh, much like cocaine. Yeah, that's mild. Well, yeah, in the wild. Star Wars universe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> don't no, they I don't make want to that from spice, too? No, but I... there's a pumpkin spice. 
Oh, okay. But only in the fall. Only. <laughs> only. So I well, have one last question before we wrap up. Yes. Odin a chance to promote stuff. Again? Or still? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to direct this at David, and then we can wrap it around. This is lightning round. Ooh. Ooh. I would like... Now, I'm not saying you've been negative, because I know you like Star Wars. You even like, you know... Yeah. You may not like the movie, like the sequel, but you probably enjoyed watching it because it was Star Wars, at least. Yeah, I mean... I don't like a lot of those movies because of the way they're made, not because of the story or anything. But I, I look at movies from a much more technical standing. than So my and, question for uh, you, <laughs> and I know you can do this. Mm. My question for you is I would like you to name a moment and don't be cynical about it. It has to be genuine. Mm. I would like to share a moment that you enjoyed in your least favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, the uh, the fight in the power generation station underneath the capital city of Feed, where Duel of the Fates is playing. That is the best piece of score ever written for a film. And, uh, and we're back and, to and, Star Wars music. Yeah, and it's got and, and a lot of people will call that the worst Star Wars movie. It's like, mm. yeah, but it's got one of the best scenes mm -hmm. in any Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it does. What about you? Yes, it does. Um, favorite um, scene my... in your least favorite Star Wars movie? That's a good question. The, the easy cop out is the animated Boba Fett for the holiday special, which was about feature length. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so my least favorite. So go, going off that, I know what it is. My least, my favorite scene from my least favorite Star Wars movie had to be from uh, Ewoks in the Battle of Endor. <laughs> which was a TV movie. Uh, it was the second Ewoks TV movie. And that. you've got oh, shit. And, and you've got the 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 the, the dumpy faced whatever the the villains were. Um well they're attacking the castle. And he's got three of his guys that are rappelling down the side of the castle to try and get into a lower uh uh lower level. And the leader comes in and there's these ropes in the in the way. So he cuts the ropes in order to walk through and you hear all three guys splat into the the death moat below. <laughs> Just this dumb joke that's. In, I never in, in thought I'd movie. see anybody else that had ever seen that movie. <laughs> I've yes. seen it way too many times. I owned the VHS and oh was a child. God. I love that scene too. It's great. I think these ropes are yep. the way. Cut, 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 Erica. Um. It's harder for Erica to think of her least favorite because she tends to be like me and doesn't and kind of finds things to like in all of them. Sure, that's, that's okay. There may be something that was poorly acted or something that was poorly designed or, you know. Uh, I would say episode nine um, where where Kylo sees his dad again and he lets go of, he becomes he becomes Ben again instead of Kylo. That was a very moving, that was a good scene. moving scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked it too. Um, it's hard for me to determine what my least favorite Star Wars movie is, but I have a feeling you're all going to be mad at me. So the AT-ATs on Hoth is my favorite scene in my least favorite Star Wars movie. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I mean, yours is wrong, but you're There's entitled a reason. to it. There was a reason. You were like finally ill during the really screen. Little. Mm. I was really little. And Jedi was the first Star Wars movie I have very clear memories of remembering. Mm. Where Empire, all I remember from watching it when I was little was the AT-ATs. I mean, if you're going to remember one thing from it, that's the thing to remember. So, right. <laughs> since I have those childhood memories. Now, I like Empire, but just my experience with Star, 
Star Wars movies, it's a bummer. And I know people call it the best yeah. Star Wars movie. It is. It's the. It's arguably one of the best sequels and to anything ever made. I agree with all the arguments. <laughs> I don't enjoy it as much as the other movies. Okay. I. That's fine. Yeah. So I I owned an ATAT when I was a kid, the big giant toy ATAT, nice. because oh, ATAT. Okay. Um, but the first Star Wars movie that I remember seeing first, I know I saw the other ones before I saw it, but I was too little to remember. So the order I saw them were Jedi, Empire, New Hope. Oh, you went you went uh, anti and you went okay. anti. Okay. In the nineties, when the special editions came out. You watched them the other way. Well, I watched them the other better. way around. Oh, they're a lot better. In the theater <laughs> when they were re-released. Yeah. And there were things like, I when I saw Empire, I was like, I don't remember any of this happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, the funny thing is, is I knew about the twist. Well, yeah. But I <laughs> yeah. don't know where I learned about it. In, because in Jedi, I don't obviously. remember it being revealed. Regresso del Jedi. In the movies. Maybe I learned it in Jedi and then saw the reveal later. But yeah, I, I saw the movies backwards. <laughs> um, I mean, a neat I little think... thing, though. Um, I saw all three in drive-in theater. Oh, wow, okay. you're old. Those aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're, they're not a thing. Okay, I'll, I'll take that back. No, they're not a thing anymore, but they exist. Yes, they do exist. Be, yeah, but different they are from a thing. They are no yeah. longer a thing. You don't, it's not like the, the only way you go to the movies anymore, which like it was when I was a kid. Yeah, now it's now it's something you actually have to plan a special trip. And you know, it's like, oh, we're going to go to the drive-in instead of, hey, it's Friday. Let's go to the drive-in. <laughs> I remember back when drive-in movies were movie. a thing. Yep. <laughs> I probably have a different perspective on the movies, Brian, because I didn't see them the way many people did. But so were you sitting upside down or something? <laughs> no. No, she I was in the dark. See... No way. <laughs> I saw... So I saw the pre the first prequel first. That God, was the first I'm, Star I'm Wars sorry. movie. I'm sorry. Oh my saw. god. Okay. No, actually um, that might be cool. I don't yeah. think so, but okay. Well, well saw... if you haven't seen anything Let else, the Erica first one you finish see, you her story in order, that could be really cool. Right. I would Apologies. appreciate it if we could hear the rest of Erica's story. Apologies. Thank you. So um, it was in high school and I was in um, my TV class and my friend Jimmy and a few of the guys were like, oh, the new Star Wars movie is coming out. Da, 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 da. And I had heard of Star Wars. Um, we hadn't actually, it's funny enough, as big of a nerd as my dad is, we, I don't ever remember seeing it in the house or watching it on any of the multi VHSs that he had. Um and I was like, oh, I was like, I think I know what that is. And they're like, you think you know? And take it. I'm in high school. I play D&D. I do all this stuff. And like, they're like, how do you not know? And I was like, eh. so they took me with them to see the prequel. And I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I enjoyed that, you know, and then later he was like, here, here's the VHSs, you know, you can watch them. So then I watched the A New Hope and everything. And I was like, there's a real big gap between what I just saw in the theater and what I just watched at home. I feel like there's some things that need to be explained to me right now. So, and then as they came out, I, so I think, I just, I think it gives me a different appreciation, hmm. like, because I kind of saw the world bigger than what a new hope presents it as first, mm -hmm. I guess, or the universe. So yeah, yeah there you go. There's that. my, there's my fun story. I honestly wish I could have done that same thing. Yeah. I think it would have been a cool thing to do. I, I would like to, um, 
be able to show the movie to someone for the first time and show it in the machete order. What's the machete order? Where you, it's an, it's a curated order that reveals the story a little bit more poetically. So you start with A New Hope, Mm -hmm. um, and then you do Empire, but right after Empire, you flash, flash back to Attack of the Clones, and then you do Revenge of the Sith. And then when the person you're showing it to sees Jedi and watches Luke walk into the cave and force choke someone, they go, oh, shit, (laughs) because they (laughs) just, yeah. (laughs) That's actually an interesting, interesting way of doing that. And you don't show them Phantom Menace. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could show it after, like, as a bonus. You don't have to include that. Why would you inflict that on them? Because of the pod race scene. God. But you have to show them the extended one where the pod race scene is a little longer. (laughs) I remember going to go see Phantom Menace on his re-release in the theaters in 3D. And I was one of four people in the audience. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I believe it. How, I mean, how was it? I mean, did they do a decent job of the 3D conversion? Um, it was all digital. It couldn't have been that hard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. From what I remember, it was like a lot of other 3D movies I've seen where it's really cool in the beginning because you can see the effect, but because the movie isn't made to utilize the 3D, uh, I, I kind of stopped seeing it about a third of the way through the film. Well, so, you know, I mean, the final fight with all the droids and all the shit on the field would have been kind of cool in 3D, but yeah. Yeah, there's little scenes that pop out that always look good, but it's just, it's, it, I kind of start tuning it out when I'm watching 3D movies. So I really don't care about, I mean, I'm happy to go and say, I'll go see Avatar in 3D because I that's mean, a movie that's designed from the ground up to be a 3D movie. Yeah, and I, I saw it in theater. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever done. I can't wait for the sequel to come out right this year. Yep. I didn't Finally. like Avatar. Yeah, that's okay. It it's was the best Fern Gully remake. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought it, was, it was more uh, Dances with Wolves. Yeah, yeah that, that that, that's yep. what I called it. I called it Dances yep. with Blue Aliens. Yeah, Dances yeah. with Navi. Yeah. Uh, but, dan- you know, dance, probably, dances in Fern Gully with Navi. I probably I, felt that way because I loved Dances with Wolves as a kid. Like, as a kid, at like 10 or 11, I loved it's that movie. a good movie. movie. <laughs> Yeah, they when, named the ore unobtainium. I, you know, I'm going to save this for <laughs> yes, the bonus episode because we're going to have a ridiculously short bonus episode. So, <laughs> Odin, please yep. give your promo, and oh, then yeah. we'll get going. <laughs> oh wow, that's the time. Yeah, yeah, I, my yeah, fault. This is going to be a go. long one. Good. <laughs> Right on. Uh, I want to thank everyone for for joining me with, with my uh, guest appearance here on Nerd Podcast Radio. If you want to see more of the content that I make, uh, please check out Odin Makes over on YouTube. Uh, I have a live uh, stream that I do every Monday. We're currently making a proton pack from Ghostbusters with my co-host Felicia. Every Wednesday, I have a new video out where I do go start to finish how to build a prop from foam, how to cut the foam, paint the foam, glue the foam, and the, well, in a different order. And you end up with things like a lightsaber, which isn't made from foam. And currently, uh, I'm, I'm working with some friends over at Beyond Geek, and we're doing this lightsaber giveaway, which won't happen until about three weeks from now. So you've all got plenty of time to, to jump in at beyondgeekgiveaways.com and get a chance to win a lightsaber that I made that'll come with a certificate of authenticity that this is the one from the show that I hated to solder together. Awesome. <laughs> well, That's so good. I can't really say more than talking about Star Wars <laughs> is fun and tangent filled 
Oh, yeah. This has Always been Super Vegan tangents. Brian, joined by Kersey Smurferica. Bye. David Theobald III. Goodbye, nurse. And Odin, the All-Father. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. I fucking hate you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Show. We're the Jimmy Beans Podcast Radio.